Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book. I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Uh, joining me today is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hi, everyone. And today I'm re- reviewing a book, or we're going to talk about a book which I finished last week. And uh, it was recommended, uh, I think, by people... Um, on email or something like that, but it's a it's a book which uh, I, I read another book by the same author a few years ago. There's a oh, book okay. called The First Fifteen Lives of Harry August by Claire North. I read that um, let's say um, a year okay. ago, two years ago. Oh. Actually, I could probably uh, I could probably just search for it here. First fifteen. Oh, but also, let me say I haven't read it. I haven't. I didn't read either of these books. So, um... Uh, episode 288 in 2015. Oh, okay, so this was a long time ago. So, since that book came out... Really? In 2015 2015, but... Oh, it feels like you read it, like, two yeah. years ago. Or yeah, the next year. book that I read... Oh. The, the, the book that... Or the episode before that was The Martian, the novel versus the movie. And when did that movie really? come out? Yeah, yeah, it came out a long oh, time ago. So, First 15 Lives of Harry, Harry August was a long time ago. Anyway, so... Her follow-up novel, hmm. uh, what does it say here? First 15 Lives of... Oh, that came out in 2014, First 15 Lives of Harry August. Um, the Sudden Appearance of Hope is her next novel. Or maybe there was another one in between that. Touch. There was a novel called Touch, which I've not read yet. Uh, but anyway, this one came out in 2016. Is so, it a standalone book? Yep, or a this is a, it's a standalone book. It's okay. not, a, not a sequel at all. However... Um, it is kind of like, I would say, like a spiritual sequel to... Like, there's there's lots of books that this could be a, a sequel to. Well, not a sequel to, but it's sort of like... It's got thematic idea things in common with, okay? okay. And one okay. book that it definitely is, is obviously sort of like superhero... Not superhero, but like, someone's got a special power, but they're in our current world. How do they live with it? And First 15 Lives of Harry August is like, this person, every time uh, he dies... Um, he uh, he goes back in time and re- he he has his memories from his previous life and then he lives his life again. Oh, so kind of like Groundhog, uh, Groundhog Day. Day-ish. Groundhog Day spread over someone's entire life, but there's a whole community of other people who have that same thing, and you can actually. So he's not that special. Well, he is very special, but there's other people who are as special as him, but okay. very few people, and they kind of get together and help each other out. And uh, it's like a little community. Well, it's like a community because the thing is, if you wake if you wake up and you're like an infant, but you've already got the personality fully developed personality oh, being, a ch- being a child is really really annoying and very hard you have to kind of anyway so they'll pretend so Harry Harry August is like that anyway this is a sudden appearance of hope and this is the character is called Hope and so oh, okay. so both of these have got their uh, name in the title of the book now Hope's superpower is that she nobody can remember remember her. So if you haven't looked at her or haven't noticed her in your vicinity or in front of you or anything like that, you look away for about a minute to 90 seconds or whatever. Okay. Uh, she always counts to like 200 or counts to two minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. And then she's pretty sure whoever she's talking to will have forgotten her. So the story the, so she uh, the story kind of goes backwards and forwards between the stuff that's happening now and then fills in stuff from her previous life and other things that have happened in the past and other okay. run-ins she's had Did with people. You, do you listen to it as an audiobook? I listen to it as an audiobook. Yeah. Uh, very okay. good audiobook. I'll, I'll yeah. talk about the audiobook in a bit. But okay. uh, anyway, so... The, uh, oh, actually, I should bring up my notes here because I did make some notes of this in my uh, iPhone notes app. Here we go. So I've got lots of notes. Actually, I've got four notes, but some of them are lists. Um, so, uh, yes, actually only three notes. 
Um, so uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll get to those notes. Uh, the, 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 so yeah, at the beginning the you said, "Oh, this is not going to be an hour-long podcast." Let's see about that. Well, it's for, well. It I said I I don't. I'm not sure how much I've got to say about it because I pretty much said what the setup of the book is. Like, I mean, I could talk to you about it more now about what it'd be like to be always be forgotten. But here's the thing. This is a question not for you because I know because I asked you about this before and you wouldn't know about it. I read this premise before and it was like. I think it was maybe it was in a short story collection. Oh, it might have been in the um, the uh, short story collection by James Tiptree Junior or something like that. Is that it? Uh, no, uh, James. Yeah, he wrote some, some some. James. Yeah, her smoke rose up forever. It might yeah. even be a short story in that. Anyway, I think it's a short story about somebody who is forgotten. And the, in that in the short story, I did, but I can't remember who wrote it. But it's someone who is forgotten when they're really young and the, the mother keeps coming back in and finding a baby there and she always has to write a note to herself like this is your baby but you keep forgetting the baby That's so sad. it's really sad anyway this in uh, a sudden appearance of hope by uh, claire north she gets around that by it it comes in at puberty so when she's 16 years old okay um she starts being forgotten and um if i hear stuff like that i always think like you know there are people who look so average that in in a crowd of people, they're totally like no. But this isn't features. And yeah, like this isn't something like, average. This isn't something average. This is like a superpower, like something magical or physical or How mystical. Did you get it, then? It, it, it's not explained. And okay. if you go into a book, one of these high concept books like this, yeah. wanting the explanation, yeah. you, that's not what the story is about. Like okay. Groundhog Day, they mm. again, I've mentioned this before when I'm talking about time travel. If you start thinking about, oh, how does this work? What are the mechanics? Tell me some uh, science mumbo jumbo. So this is not the exploration of how it works. It's not how it comes. Well, it's not how it works in the terms of the physical rules. No, it's not how it works between the mechanism behind it, yeah. more how it works to live with it. So okay. it's like a story or it's like a, a car, like a driving movie. Yeah. You can have you can have a movie about how a car works, you know, some of, yeah. like the uh, like the Tokyo Drift uh, Fast and the Furious movie, just because we were talk, you know, talking about Fast and Furious earlier today and things like that. So that there was parts of that was like, how did these cars work? Like, what's the drag? What's the torque? What's yeah. the engine? We're going to put that engine in here, yes. and it's going to be crazy to drift around. Yeah. But then there's other movies which are about cars, which are like I get in the car and it drives fast, you know, yes. and like what it feels like to drive and how it does it. It's not about the mechanics of it. It is about the people in the car. It's about the from pin- yeah, a to B. what it feels like to be driving in the car, rather okay. than what engine cylinder, what the cylinders of the engine yes, are, and things I like get that. It. So this is a book not about the mechan- like the mechanics behind it, but about living with it. Uh, but it's, it takes place in our world. Our world. Pretty our much our world. Present kind of, time. Present time, slightly in the future, kind of like an alternative hour present, which okay. I'll get onto in a, in a minute. Here's the thing, is that there is a lot of exploration about this and what it's like to be, I was going to say Claire North, what it's like to be Hope Arden, who yeah. comes from, I think she was born in Manchester, but lived in Derby or something like that. Anyway, like moved around a bit. So places where you have been to. Well, again, I'll get to some of that in a minute. Um... So then what she does, she realizes that it's really difficult for her to live with her parents because she gets home one day and her parents are like, oh, yeah, we're going to clean out this stuff. Who are you? And it gets to the point where, like, they, they forget her. And then when she reminds them, oh, I'm Hope, your daughter, they're like, oh, yes, Hope, yes, or something like that. But then it gets to the point where they don't even remember that they have a second daughter. They've, they've got two daughters and she's oh, the older no. daughter. And then you forget so about her completely. it's like reverse uh, Alzheimer's. Yes, it's, yeah, it's like, what would it be like if everybody else in the entire world has With Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's in, oh. Although there is a fun little thing that actually... Some people remember her, and it is the people with Alzheimer's. Like it kind of oh, short, shorts by. So great. she actually she, so she goes like, to a, a nursing home and hangs out at a nursing home because there's actually people who remember her there. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. But so it's it's a little bit like in 
in World War Z where, you well, know, being being sick helps you. Yeah, in that way. Sick. Again, it's a minor it's a minor plot point in yeah. this one. Anyway, okay. so she can't get a again. This is all explored quite early on in the book. What she what life she has to lead. Yeah. And the life she has to lead is one that can't have a job because nobody remembers that she's there. She okay. can't. She can't have a home. I mean, she can have a home, but like, how does she get the housing benefits? Like, like how? Uh, yeah. The, the landlords fear every time she stays in a hotel. If she stays in a hotel that's too small. And she turns up and people are like, well, who are you? And like, yeah. so she can only stay in like big faceless hotels. Yeah. And then to get the money to stay in hotels and things like that, yeah. she has to rob people and do crime capers and heists and stuff like that. So there's lots of yes. diamond heists. There's info heists. There's like lots of, lots of heist, 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 heist all the way through this book. Because she can trick the police and everyone no, else. She doesn't have to trick the police. If she gets caught by the police... She just she just makes sure that she's put in herself a while. And then, again, I don't want to spoil too much about the book, but she's got lots of ways of getting out of situations. Yeah. And a lot of the story is um, past, like, private detectives and security people and Interpol people going, oh, there's this person that everyone everyone sees her. She's caught on this stuff, but nobody remembers her. Like, how is she doing it like that? And she, so she is remembered electronically, but if you look at a picture of her and then look away from the picture, you also forget her face. So she can just walk around brazenly and meet people who are looking for her, but as long as they don't look at a picture of her, and then within right 30 the seconds, moment. like, right yeah. at that time, okay. and then, like, look at a picture of her and then look at her and then look back and forth and go, yes, this is the person. Yes. So for them to remember her and track the da- her down. But they don't realise that that is her superpower. Well, the, the thing is, it takes a long time for anyone to actually do that, okay. and only a few people ever do work out what her, what's, going, what's on. going on with them. Are there other people like her? Uh, yes, there is There is another person who's mentioned who is like her. Okay. A guy called Parker from New York. Again, he's, he's introduced um, early on in the book, but yeah. it's more of a like... It, it, and, and it is one of the most more moving and interesting ways about two people who keep meeting up with each other and have to leave, leave notes for each other because normally they're the ones who are like... Who, who, are, who, are, who are remembering oh, and everyone so else they, because they, they forget it each works other. on each other oh, yes it oh, works on each other so, anyway uh, so all of that kind of stuff a big part of the book is the exploration of what this is like yes and I started reading this before my last work trip and yeah. it's like a what is it like a 20 hour audio actually I should look up the it's um, quite long well no maybe it's not that I, I think it was like 17 hours let me actually look up my audible uh, in my audible library because once I once I look here, it will actually be here. What do, what do I want to do? Uh, Wishes library, and because um, I wanted to look up who the narrator was anyway. Yeah. Oh, so it's sixteen hours twenty nine minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, sixteen average. seventeen hours, which is quite a chunky book. And here's the thing: as it starts off, I was thinking this book is has already filled in quite a lot of what I expect this book to be about, which is a high concept, what's it like to live in a world where you are always forgotten? Mm-hmm. And that book could either be, you know, uh, and uh, like talking about audiobooks, it could either be an hour-long short story, or if it's going to be a novel, it's going to be like a six or seven-hour like audiobook reading experience, like so 120 pages, something like that. Hours? Yeah, and that's the thing. When I was going into it, I was like, wow, it feels like we've covered a lot of ground in the first hour and a half of this book. Okay. And it, and it feels like there isn't, like, what else What else could go on with this? Because it feels like we've covered, like, oh, she has to rob people. Oh, she's got to do this. We've got a good heist. We've got this kind of stuff. Yeah. She's being chased by this person. There's love, stories. Yeah, stuff. sort of like how difficult it is to get love and, you know, have Affection. any relationships and oh, affections and stuff. Really bad. So the book feels like, like, oh, this is just going to be an internal exploration of what it's going to be like 
to be this kind of person. Yeah. And it is that book, and that book, and that does th go throughout the entire book. And it's really interesting writing, lots of stream of consciousness stuff, like of like what it's like, lots of like, oh, this, this, reminds me of this, this reminds me of this, lots of tangents of going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards in her life. Like, uh, you know, a lot of it's told non-chronologically because she's like, oh, and then let me tell you about this. Oh, let's go back to this part as well. But it's... What? She is talking to you. She's yes, it's like, first it's, person. It's I first did this. Person, I did that. And it is. Does it have? Is it mostly in the dialogue, or is there like? No, it's it's just her saying. This is what I did, and then I went here, and then I did this, and th let me tell you about this time. Oh, let me go back and fill oh, but, this in but like she, that. She tells the. She's telling a the character. She, she characterizes herself by telling stories that happen. Yeah, so to her. So she's not yeah. like in sitting. What what's going on? Why you keep looking no, at the microphone? No, I'm just is looking at your new Good. top. I'm just looking at your new oh, top. Okay. You've got a new top, uh, and I'm just looking at your new top. You bought it. It's the first time you've worn it that I've seen you wear it, and this is it. So if you go shopping and buy new clothes, I'm going to be like, oh, what are the patterns? Because normally okay. we're sitting next to each other on the couch, and I'm not looking at you straight on. Okay, we need to and sit more straight on. Yeah, well, now, now I was looking at you straight on, and there's a pattern, and I'm looking at the pattern of the, on your top. Anyway, okay, carry on. What, my question was. Okay. Um, so it's not like, you know, in some books where you read, like, in an in a exploration, like... Uh, actually them thinking and experiencing no, it's, it's, stuff. She's written she's, a book. Like okay. in in like the, the way that the book is written mm -hmm. is that she sat down and she's writing a book about her past and what it's like to be so like a, a, a diary person. Kind so of it's thing. not like a diary, it's more like a memoir. I did this okay. and did it, but it's like told like it's told out of time. But we get um, the characters character of bits and from her the, point of the view, storyline yeah. by her telling little stories of yes. her life. There's also a, a, a major story that she's telling her, but she goes back and go, oh, actually, this time when I went back and I met and and I and I saw, oh, I was here and look, there's my sister, and I've not seen my sister for all this time. And then what it's like to see your sister for the first time in ten years, yeah. And then to go, oh, do I need? Should I try and keep contact with my sister? And is it in her best interest that I try and keep contact with her? You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then other people of her. So really, it's, what it is, it, it's a really good exploration of someone striving for human contact, contact yeah. and striving for comfort and striving for any personal connection yeah. and like failing over and over and over again to get it. So, oh, that's yes. That's really, really sad because this is what... This is not a happy book. No, I, I see that. I mean, there because, are moments of happiness in it, but yeah, it's not but a happy book. Yeah, but they always fade, right? But, yeah, that's so, so it, sad. It, it, Every time there is a moment of happiness, yeah, you're like... you know it's going to be... Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that we know from research and everything, every single like you know that um, keeping a human away from other human contact is torture. It's classified yes. as torture. Yeah, because humans are social people. Yeah, isolation. It's it's it's, it's solitary the worst, confinement. The, yeah. the worst thing ever. And uh, if you are, it, it's even worse because she is under humans, like she's amongst them. Yeah, but still so far away from them. Yeah. That's that's. Um... It's really good. Anyway, so that's the that's one half of the book. Not oh. like not like that's not the first half. But I'm saying throughout the entire book that's... is that story of of her like going from a, from a 16 year old all the way up through until like I think it's early 30s or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's like 15 years of her like living in this life. Lots of top, lots of stuff told in flashback. Yeah. And then there's the main story, which this is the thing which really kicked this book off for me. Yeah. Is that there's a um, an app that people have downloaded to their phone, mm -hmm. which is a bit like Instagram. Instagram and a bit like it's like a social network but it's like a social network with a built-in gamification of um, lifestyle uh, ambition put in there 
So if you lifestyle ambition. So if you、um, buy something fashionable, it goes here. Have a hundred points. And if you go and exercise, it says, oh, here's a、uh, you know five、uh, hundred points. And if you go out for you know go out for a run, it goes yes, this is good. And if you make good business decisions or good monetary decisions, and actually what then will do, it will say if you want to level up, if you want to get more points, give us access to your like the health data in your phone. And you're like okay, I'll give it that. And it goes okay, here's ten thousand points for giving us that data. And then it looks through and it goes. That reminds me very much of what they do in is this in China where they do this kind、yeah. of stuff. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. But this and there, but there it's a government run kind of thing. And、yeah. it's sort of like oh, let's check out you know let's check. But what, what can you do、saying. with the points? Like, does it does it get put into monetary value? Yes,、or? well, in a way, because then you say, oh, give us access to your bank account details and credit card accounts, and if you buy things, you'll get given more points, and the companies will put on special offers and say, if you buy this and you get to a certain, if you buy this and get to a certain level,、yeah. we'll give you a special deal. Okay. And there's also、so、it's like payback. Yeah, it's like this. It's like a it's like a a credit card points. Yeah. But which you can redeem in real life because then there's certain places that you can only go if you're at a certain level, and it becomes、okay. social currency. So if you meet、ah. someone and they they'll say, "Do you have perfection?" and they're like, "Yes, I do."、Ah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm at four hundred thousand points." So it's like a it's like a. a So you already know when you when you talk to somebody what's their class. If they if they share if they like a caste system. Yes, and that's the thing. Then you get the people who've got to a hundred thousand points, and then five hundred thousand points, and there's other people. The gold status members yes, and the platinum members. Yes, literally, there's there's membership cards and things、yeah. like that, and there's status that you get, and then there's the the one the one o six club、uh, or the the ten six. I can't remember what it's called. I think the one o six. Yeah, the one o six, which is one. Zero to the、uh, one one times ten to the sixth. Oh, anyway, oh, if、right. you get a million points, anyway,、yes. so it's a、uh, like whatever the one、uh, to the power of six. Yeah, one to the no, no. one one six、uh, to the power of one. Yeah, one times ten to the power of six, whatever it is. Anyway,、oh, so, anyway. so there's、high、a high number. There's a high number. So if you get to a million points, but then there's but then to get that level, you really have to be having like facial surgery done to make your to make your do, and you get liposuction and things like that. So the whole point of this app,、Whoa. it's called perfection, and then you have to get you have to become you have to perfect. Make yourself so here's the thing. I went into this book thinking that this the sci- the main core science fictional idea at the、yeah. center of this book was what it's like to be forgotten as someone who lives with that, and that is what it is about as well. Okay. But then there's this whole other like social science fiction experiment game mind sounds like, thing. Sounds like a, a, a dystopian. No, but it's not because it's in our world, and this is like really on the fringes. Like、oh. this is just. It's just taking something which is kind of not—it's sort of like implicit in the way the world really works now, in that there's like layers of. It's like of, we already have this kind of stuff. Already do, but it's not—it's not like solidified、it's, into an、yes. app where literally people have numbers by their name,、mm. and you can pay money to increase increase your worth. And there's other things that are like, oh, perfection. I mean, there's there's, there's little stories where you that you can kind of game the system a bit. Like if you do good things for perfection, the company. Yeah. I mean, there's a holding, there's an owning, a holding company for that, the. These are like the, the these are like the、um, what's this character in in a story that always is with the bad guy always like being really uh, like uh, serving and like oh yes boss I do oh like the collaborator yes the, this、yeah. kind of so it feeds. Not only the people who willingly go there, but also the people who like are really like, oh yes, I support you, and you're the best. And, yes,、uh, yeah, you can be obsequious to the people. Anyway, but here's the thing: this idea being made explicit with an app and with a rating, like if you want to join this club or if you want to access this part of the hotel, you have to be at this rating. So it's very much like. Do you remember the um uh, uh, the uh, 
I think we watched. Did you watch it together? The um, Black Mirror episode called Nosedive, where where uh, I can't remember the actress, but she's there, and she you have to keep a credit, and everybody rates you all the time. Oh yes. And she has to if you fall below three point five or four point zero or something. If yeah, you get to yeah. five, it, so it's like it's like that idea. Yes. But this app is. It, it could, but that's like a science fictional world where everybody is there, and yeah. this is sort of like lots of people just don't know about perfection, and it doesn't affect their lives at all, and it doesn't they doesn't mean anything to them. But oh, for really? the but for the but yeah, like I'm saying in that um, nosedive episode of Black Mirror, yeah, um, everybody, the, the, is. everybody is in that system. Oh, so this app is just it's it's optional. That's what I say. When you meet someone, you say, "Do you have perfection?" And they can say yes or no. It, it doesn't ah, matter. It's not like okay. ev- it's not like in China where everybody has this score. Okay. You opt into it. Yes. But by opting into it, and then you get enough points, it starts paying off for you. But it's yes. like a pyramid scheme. Like yeah, yeah, if yeah. you get in there early enough and get and, to, and get you to get the top. rewarded by getting more people into it and this kind of stuff. Well, yes. Like if like one of the things that you can do to get more points is to get other people to download yeah. it or get referral codes. Yeah. There's lots of referral codes. Businesses like get business like businesses get uh, money from people and then by by buying this from this company you get these many points and then the company gets a big you know it's a big yeah, yeah, circular yeah. Yeah. circular system there as well so what happens is at the start of this story um uh, Cl- uh, claire what's her name hope arden steals some jewels from someone at a launch party the because they they're wanting to um spread this out because it's, it's popular all over the world but then they're like ah but in they're not allowed to do it in the united arab emirates so that i think in abu dhabi or dubai one of the two places they go there and they are like oh right so this is it we want a um we want a muslim friendly one of them mm. so you know there's like the seven pillars of islam or five pillars whatever it is and yes. you know it's the the fasting the prayers the um the Giving money from your own stuff whatever it is and then you know you've got to do the pilgrimage to yes. uh, to mecca or whatever yeah. you know there's these different pillars by doing them they're like oh if we put these into the app and actually encourage people that they don't just they don't have to become mm. per- perfect in the way that we see in the west they can be perfect muslim. in the muslim yes. uh, arabic muslim yeah. style or something like that so uh, what are you looking up now pillars of islam yes uh, which ones uh, again I know it because they, they were just mentioned there was mentioned in this five. book oh yes. it's the five pillars of Islam is it what are they declaration of faith yeah obligatory prayer prayer yeah prayers compulsory giving that's giving yeah said. that's what you said um, fasting in the month of Ramadan F- fasting, which yeah, is now yeah. and the pilgrimage yeah okay so we, so we, we, got, we, we yeah. covered most of them there yes. so anyway so they were like ah so so what she does but she messes up one of their launch parties by doing a, a jewel heist during it okay. and then so then she doesn't just have Interpol getting her they actually get one of their security guys from the the uh, perfection oh, company and I, then I, like they oh, are now, also interested in yeah it. now she's now they're like oh wait who's this person who is mm. are they now an enemy so they take it very personal like you messed up this launch launch event now it's personal so the rest of the book comes through with this weird tangled web of this interplay between her on the run with some people on the dark web helping her who also want to get back at perfection other people who may or may not be working for perfection like interpol and all this other kind of stuff and these big like media moguls behind the scenes and other like shadowy figures and things like that and her going this sounds like an amazing movie it it I think it would, like, to be honest, here's the thing. I think there is a movie to be made, not with somebody who is being forgotten all the time. That is a movie. Mm. But that's sort of like, I say, that's sort of like an hour-long movie worth something. That feels more like a very um, cineastic movie. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Like, how would you even film it? But whatever. Like, it would be difficult to 
to do, but that you could do like a, a, a perfectly good movie about that. But also, just forgetting that whole side of this book, just the story of perfection, this app, and the whole stuff, all the stuff that goes on within this book, that could be written in a way which is just that um, international espionage heist. Um, uh, spy games tracking down yeah. jet set around the world yeah. kind of story that is also a perfectly good story but, that could be told as well but in that heist like and that um, getting away stuff mm -hmm. the being forgotten still oh yeah a it's a part. big part of it so but, this is why it needs to be explained yes, and uh, yes. explored it, it, they ex by doing them both you can really explore both of them yeah. like you can explore both of them but what I'm saying is that one of them would be is good enough for a novel in its own right yes. and the other one is also good enough to be a novel in its own right if her superpower wasn't being forgotten if her superpower is just I'm good at hacking I'm just a good jewel thief or something yes. like that you know but that, we had that but she's also yeah again that's the Thing. By putting them together, you actually create something which is more than the sum of its parts. Yeah. You understand what I, I'm saying there? Yes. Like, and that's what makes this book, for me, really good. Because I was, like I say, two hour, or an hour and a half into the audiobook, and we're going, wow, where is this book going to go? And then it just kicks up into another gear and just keeps going through. Yeah. Now, it does. It has ups and downs and lulls. And it is, a, it is one of those things where, I mean, I don't need to talk too much about its story, because I think if I've, if I've sold you on what the story is like now, but I think it's... I, I th it, to it, me, it's, it feels like you already told the story. It is a really, a really... Well, no, again, I haven't told the story. I've, I've told you the setup to okay. what it's like when you know, she's saying to be forgotten and I've I also really told you this read it now. what's okay. it called it's called the sudden appearance a, a sudden appearance of hope or the sudden appearance of hope uh, I'm going to put this on my good read okay put it on your good read it is I need to just the sudden appearance of hope it's just so bad that what? I just I just can't I don't, you don't have, have the time, time to read to read, it's, to read just, it's just horrible well, maybe just I'm still reading this book yeah another book okay don't worry we'll get to it soon all right so, so what what I was saying before, two other things that I want to talk about. Oh, no, here I was going to say, pattern recognition. I reviewed a book um, by William Gibson called Pattern Recognition, which is about a woman who has a superpower, and that her superpower is that she's really good at... Um, at recognizing good branding or bad branding and logos and other stuff. She's allergic to brands. Like she doesn't like so the Michelin man and stuff like that. And then she also, there's also, she's been hired for some international espionage, what's this thing, Go and she goes on a trips around the world. Yeah. You know, she starts in London, goes off to Tokyo, goes to New York, I think, and then goes to Moscow and, uh, and Russia. And she goes on this worldwide adventure and she gets unlimited funding and she goes around and gets clothes and fashion and, and it's a book about somebody traveling around the world doing international espionage stuff on a kind of like cybercrime weird stuff but it's all 2001 technology because it was written in 2001 yeah so this book feels like a similar kind of exploration of someone with a mild superpower traveling around the world going international jet setting using technology as we know it now it's sort of like this book is quite current she's talking about uh, Snapchat and Instagram and other apps and smartphones and all that kind of stuff because this yeah. book came out in what 2016 or whatever yeah so uh, so it, this is if this is sounding a bit like a pattern recognition by William Gibson yes it is it, it, it brought back many vibes of pattern recognition okay all right here's another uh, thing that I said you say oh you visited these places and I would I, would, I kind of want to go through this list of places that I visited but it's it's not so much a spoiler but you know she goes to Abu Dhabi but then she goes across the border to Muscat she goes to Muscat and Mutra which is in Oman yeah and where she goes and she's going to go oh I'm going to do a handover for some jewels that I stole I'm yeah. going to hand them over and I'm going to do it in the um, in this uh, in this market mm. in 
uh, Mutra, which is the like the capital city. Now that's where the cruise ships dock, and I have visited there that many market. times. I've it, stayed it was in it the market where you bought the Oman T-shirt. Yes, no, it isn't actually. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, yes, it is. It is. Really? Yes, I've actually bought a T-shirt from there. Yeah, when I arrived there, my bags hadn't turned up, yes. and I went out to buy some because my clothes didn't turn up. And I, wasn't yes, that also when uh, Obama visited that place? No, that was no, a that different. Was that was actually yes, actually that was that trip, but it was a different trip. Yeah, it was at the end. That was Petra. <laughs> but um, but she goes there and she's like, oh, there's this, you know, this. Um, uh, you know, marketplace. Now, in yeah. my video where it's Luke juggling in 120 different countries around the world, yeah. the clip of me juggling is in that spot. You know, Whoa, it's in crazy. that marketplace and she walks around. But she's not just going, oh, it's a market. It's sort of like, this is a market, but it's not a market for the locals. It's a, it's a tourist market for people to go there who want to go to sort of like yeah. some, you know, uh, Arabian Nights, you know, whatever, yeah, uh, yeah, have yeah. that kind of experience of and, and see, the, see the, you know, the carpets and all that kind of stuff. And that's exactly what it is. So when she goes there and she's also saying, oh, and actually this is what the city of Muscat and Mutra is like. And I was like, yes, I've explored those places. I've it's been exactly there. Like I hired a car and drove around. I've been to that mosque and stuff like that. And she goes to Abu Dhabi and she goes to um, Dubai. Um, and then just like this, and she goes onto a cruise ship at one point and, the, you know, I'm like, oh, cruise ships. Like she goes, well, how do, and I was like, eh, that didn't quite work because I know what security things are. But, yeah. but again, it's like one of those things where you just go, well, yes, that could work. Like, yes, you, you could get past in that way, like, you know, in that, in that mm. kind of thing. Uh, yeah, she goes, she goes to Derby in Manchester, in Istanbul, and New York, and the Golden Gate Park in San Francisco, and I've walked through there as well. Yeah. London, Manchester, Nîmes, which is just a, a, a place in the south of France. Yeah. I've been there as well. Venice, Me too. Milan. I've been there. Uh, I've been there too. She she even goes the tunnel under the Thames from the Isle of Dogs to Greenwich. And we uh, walked, we, no, we, we didn't been... go through there, but we went to we went to Greenwich. And then last time I was there, I went there. Oh, you know when I was there in November for my grandmother's go a tunnel. No, we did not that tunnel. We did, we haven't been through that tunnel. Oh, okay. But we have been through other tunnels, and then Edinburgh, and then Scotland, and you know, so all of these different places. Hopefully, you don't remember all of those places when you go through. But th- there's literally one place in this whole book where she visits, which is Tokyo. Where, where the company is based. You've not uh, been there. And I've not been there. But all of these other places, and it was like, yes, these are all, the, like, I've been to all these places, and she describes them in exactly the same way. So it's definitely a book for me, you yes. know, in that okay. way. So, uh, so, yeah, that was interesting. My final note that I have here is about the audiobook and the audiobook narrator, which I'm going to actually look up now. So she starts off, and she's talking, and I'm like, okay, this is someone who, and she's in this place and it doesn't really, it doesn't reveal in the book what nationality people are or what nationality she is right away because she's like this international jewel thief. It's like, where yeah. is she really from? Yeah. And, and the, um, the book, oh, let's see, I've got to actually click on this link here to open the Audible page. Um, so, uh, so yeah, and I was like, oh, this is a really weird accent. And I, and I even mentioned to you, I was like, where the hell is this audiobook narrator's accent from and anyway so i looked oh, yeah, up yeah, yeah, the narrator that. is jillian yes. burke so i opened up google on my phone um let me just do it here google.com so i opened up here and i typed in gillian burke and literally the top thing is like you know when you type in like a a, a, a someone's name it's sort of like jillian yes. burke uh whatever winter watch she's a, she's the tv presenter in the uk as well so winter she okay. does the summer watch and winter watch and spring watch which is like What's a that? It's a, I think it's a BBC show where it's about wildlife, but where you live. So when it when it's the winter watch, uh, it's sort of like look out your windows and what what, what animals do you see? You so it's like right tracking. Now? So it's like tracking when birds arrive across the UK. Yes. Spring watch when the birds we, we, turn we about like that. We have that in Germany too. You count the birds. Anyway, the, the second the second the autocomplete when I typed in Gillian Burke was Gillian Burke accent. accent. Yeah, <laughs> and okay, I was so like, oh yeah. One. 
Yeah, so I, so I looked it up and I, and I looked at this, um, uh, this uh, interview with her. So uh, BBC Autumn Watch presenter Gillian Burke talks about growing up in Kenya, in Vienna, her family's roots around the world and her love of jumping off things. So she was, she was born in uh, Kenya. Um, she moved to me- Vienna and then because uh, her mother worked for the UN. So she spent her teenage years in Austria mm-hmm. and then she moved to, uh, to the UK and she and it's talking about like oh yeah I speak like all these eight different languages. She got into TV, um, and she says oh I expected it. Uh, oh, he said my grandmothers were from Mauritius and Somalia, um, and yeah, my paternal grandfather was born in Trinidad, son of a freed slave huh? uh, and a and a, a freed uh, and a Seminole Indian. Um, and my brother's name James Burke has been handed down from first born son to first born son. So like she's like from. All over the like her, wow. her accent is from all Amazing. over the place, um, and uh, my family is all just from Germany. Yeah, yeah, my family is all just so English. Boring. Yeah, but our, if we have kids, oh no, we're not having kids. I got a vasectomy. No. Anyway, so we're, we're not even going to have interesting, uh, interesting things. So she, uh, <laughs> uh, so she, um, and then she. It's the, uh, it wasn't this interview. It must have been another one. And she says, "Oh no, I got into doing like nature presenting because I thought all my languages and stuff would be coming in handy because yeah. she's worked internationally and all that yeah. kind of stuff." And then she was like, oh, and I expected to go off to Kenya. And I thought me being able to speak Swahili would come in really handy. And it turns out, no, she, like, she's never been to Kenya. She's never gone back to Kenya with the BBC as a, as a, uh, as a wildlife, um, you know, like a, a nature presenter, TV okay. presenter or something. Anyway, it's really funny. But for funny. audiobook narration like that. Anyway, but for perfect. an audiobook, now the main character in this, it's, she's of ambiguous, uh, you know, ascent. Uh, 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 ascent. Yeah, but also uh, she, her mother comes from South Sudan and hiked across a, 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 a um, hiked across a desert to, and then, you know, got trips throughout Europe and then arrived in Derby or wherever it was like that, okay. you know. So she, so that the, the character in the, in the book is actually mixed race as well. Yes. And also has different languages that she, some of them she picked up from her mother, some from right. her father. And as she's been traveling around, she's been, you know, picking up different things of like, oh, I can speak a bit of French, you know, and things like this. Yeah. Um, and also, how do you how do you learn languages if nobody ever remembers what level you are when you start when they start teaching? Well, you just learn by speaking to people. Well, here's the thing: there's there's lots of stuff in this book. So anyway, when I looked up this person, now the good thing is in the book there's actually um, the uh, there's actually quite a few different ways that the um, author of the book describes different accents. Okay. And because Gillian Burke is really good and she's got all these accents. She would do the accent, and I'm like, oh, that's an accent from here. And then the text of the book would say, and the voice had a twang of this, and there was a voice like that, and a yeah. voice like this. Okay. You know, and. So, in, in, like, in the book, the, um, the first person character. Yeah. Um, describes, describes someone's somebody's, voice. Somebody uh, with a Scottish accent, and yeah. the narrator. Yeah. Already has already done a Scottish. She will yeah. she will start talking something and do a perfect Scottish accent, yeah. and then the narrator will say, "Oh, and the, Sc- and the Scottish accent was from this part of Scotland." And yes. I'm like, "Wow, that is from that part of Scotland." Yeah. I don't know that, but, yeah, but but it's an interesting okay. thing. There was once they said an international school accent, and I had a friend when I was at university called Mel, and she actually was brought up or she grew up in Abu Dhabi and went to an international school there and her it sounded like she had an American accent but it wasn't American accent it was just a a mishmash 
slash Amer American international school uh, international accent. English. So yes, it was international school accent. So yeah. when so, so but that's what Gillian Burke has as the narrator. So or so she doesn't. English accent is quite. Her English accent's really weird because she's saying stuff, and I'm just like, it, what? Is, that's why you have to type into Google like, what is her accent? And her yeah. accent is yeah. yeah, growing up in Kenya, living no, being born in Kenya, learning Swahili. Healy with learning German like, as a yeah as grandparents a teenager, from the Seychelles yeah. and um, you know <laughs> somewhere in the it's amazing yeah, all that different kind of stuff and another one she said was that of like um, private school precision English so in yes. other words if you are um, you know if you are from some somewhere in I don't know Africa I'm only saying Africa because I went to a uh, uh, I work in, in Barnard Castle is the Barnard Castle School. Mm. There's Teasdale Comprehensive School that I went to, but there's also Barnard Castle School, yeah. which is the uh, which is the private school, or Fancy. as they're called in America. Uh, in America, they call them private schools. In in the UK, they call them public schools. Either way, so the one that you pay money to go to, and there is was it? actually a member of some royal family from some country in Africa. I can't even oh. remember what it was now. Wow. Um, and so he was there and there was there was lots of Chinese students and stuff over from Hong Kong. And when they arrived, they were given a, they were said, what name do you want? So, yes. and they were like given a list of names and they'll be like, I'll be Jimmy. And his name isn't Jimmy, but then he became Jimmy because they were given that. And then he would be, but the whole point is that they send the kids to a private school in the UK and they get that, you know, that private school precision English. And then they go sure. back to you know, somewhere in Asia or Africa or pretty much Asia and Africa. Yeah. Um, and they go back to those places with that, you know, a, a colonial English... Uh, I mean, it is a way of making sure that life. they are kind of like um, incognito uh, across. So that, I mean... What do you mean incognito? Like if it's a like a prince from a, a royal family Well, that's the thing. You, Africa, you see all the... You don't it's, wanna... it's always the trope in a movie where you'll meet someone out in the jungle and they'll be uh, they'll be in, in uh, skins and with a spear and stuff. Yeah. And then they would be like, blah, 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 blah. And they'll turn to him and say, no, I am. I, I graduated from Oxford. I am totally yes, capable. Yes, I am totally capable. This is, this is what I have. But I, you <laughs> yes. know, I graduated, you know, I've, <laughs> yeah. got, I've got my uh, graduate degree from Oxford or Cambridge. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a real it's trope still, within movies. Wrong somehow. Well, that's, that's the colonial past but, of England. People um, get sent to our boarding schools from yes, all the way around the world. Weird, um, but uh, yeah, but for uh, audiobook narration, this this kind of um, ability of just like it is, it is in a way um, a different kind of um, ability to uh, be a different person. I mean, you know what what I'm getting at. So this book is about a person that be, is being forgotten. Yeah, and the audiobook narrator is a person who can change their accent uh, that you don't even know where she's from, or yes. if she wants you to know where she, or no, if she oh, wants yes. you to think she's from there. I think it's just good just acting. It's good, but also a lot of a lot a of. Good... I mean, I just don't have any. I have no talents for accents at all. But yeah. when I hear some of those accents, I'm like, wow, that's really good. And, and it was just a real, it was a real delight to hear somebody do some accents. And, and of course... And doing them so well. It, the thing because is, if they're, if they're American accents, if they're American accents, I might not pick up. But because this is someone who is British... Well, no, she's, where is she from? Kenya? I don't even know what nationality she is. Well, anyway, Austrian, I guess? Yeah, well, no, she no. grew up in Austria. But yeah. she's, she's obviously British now, but someone yeah. who, like, ha has all of these accents filtered through... A, uh, her base accent is kind of like a British accent, mm. because that's what you get by doing this 
kind of stuff. But in the book, when they say she talked in international school English, and she was like, yes, when she lived in Vienna, she went to an international school in yeah. Vienna. So she's really good at this. Anyway, so I just want to say the audiobook narration, the audiobook is is really good. So I was very impressed. Yeah. I was very impressed by because this remember here. there were some some books where we talked in length about how how bad it uh, about the how audiobook. gruesome some some uh, accents are. Yeah. When they have a, a when to make a German accent, it sounds like uh, I don't yeah. know Pakistani accent or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mm, you yeah, didn't quite was, get it. That was I, I do remember when uh, when I was at college and I was uh, actually it was after I after I left college, but doing performing arts, I was still I went back to do a um, an A level just uh, while I was while I was working at this public school yeah. at this at this uh, boarding school in Barnet yeah. Castle. Um, I went to do an evening class. I did A level English literature. Yes. Um, Uh, so I was still going to the college and I was meeting up with people and said, and they were like, um, could you come along and be the stage manager for this production? And I yeah. think what happened was that they, they knew I could do that job and they weren't sure other people could do that job. So I, I went, went along to be the, uh, the stage manager and it was cabaret. So there was lots of people uh. doing really bad German accents because oh, no. cabaret is it's like set in Berlin and yeah. it's all like bienvenue welcome guten tag whatever 1920s. it is yeah well it's yeah 1920s the, the 1930s 20s. yeah it's golden yeah. 20s but no no I think it's actually 1930s because there are some Nazis coming along mm. so it must have been 1930s anyway but well, it's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's a, the it's end period, it's the decline yeah. of the of the golden yes. golden 20s but I do remember and then you speak very with a very German accent yes but again but, but the line that stuck with me someone was doing this yes. and someone says oh sorry my German accent went to um Welsh Pakistani and I'm like oh yeah and and I hear that when people do now every time I hear like a bad German accent of someone trying yeah. to do a German not to do a comedy German accent yeah. but uh, uh, um, they, they don't the, ex- and, and it does go to Welsh Pakistani and I'm like oh yeah Welsh accent mixed with like you know Pakistani doing English accent but within Wales comes Crazy. out comes out as bad German accent so that's always that's always stuck with anyway. me to this day yeah. anyway let's have a look on Goodreads and let's see what other oh, people yeah. I just looked at it and uh, um, it's like really highly... Um... Yeah, 4.04 rating, which is, is good. Stevie Kincaid rated, rated it five stars. Uh, no, four stars. Odo rated it five stars. Mikael rated it five stars. Tudor uh, rated it five stars. Jeff, Lindsay. Yeah, Jesse, uh, Jeff, three stars. Jesse, four stars. Terence Blake, three stars. Uh, fit and trim, three stars. Yeah, mostly. I mean, nobody's given it less than two stars. I don't think. I mean, actually, a lot. Wow, I didn't realize how many of my friends had rated it. Teppo rated it one stars, and Michael Fox and Sylvain and Paul and Joe rated it two stars. So there are a few two star ratings, but mostly it's like three to five star ratings. So uh, yeah, I think that's pretty good. So uh, yeah, this is well liked by a lot of people. That's interesting. So the three point something rating is uh, is the overall rating four point something. Uh, yeah, 4.04 and 3.95, either by I have overall 3.6. rating. What's that? Of your friend's rating? No, overall rating. No, overall rating. Uh, oh, really? Well, on mine it says overall ratings 4.04. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Interesting. I'd say around. I would. I would rate this as a four-star book for me. It's okay. like I would say it's a four-star book. Sure. Um, again, I don't want to talk about what things I don't like about it. I just think it, it could have been tightened up a bit, and there are some there are some plot things and character things where I'm just like, ah, is that really what it is? You know. But overall, well, actually, I would give it a higher rating. I would give it a higher rating, but it it maybe, feels like the book is too it... much for me. Like you feel I'm... you feel too. Uh... I think it's a better book than it is a novel, and I know that's a weird thing to say, but like, what is in this book? is better than how good of a novel it is because it is these two ideas like pushed together. 
There's this international and, but espionage. But it's explored well. Yes, it's, both parts are explored well. And it's is it good writing? Very good writing. Like, the thing is, every, the weird thing is, everything about this book is good, is really good. So why don't you just like? Because it's what? not a five star book. Because it's like like I was saying before, it's not only is it more than the sum of its parts, mm. but it's also less than the sum of its parts. Like if this had been a two hour audio book which was just an exploration of, of two hours is really well short. I'm just saying like if it's just an exploration of what it's like to be forgotten all the time and it's just a very intense character study about that one thing yeah that is that would be enough and also if this was a 10 hour audio book which was just the international espionage thing that right. would also be it but all of that international espionage is constantly being interrupted by oh no I've been forgotten and what is that all that kind of stuff like that so every part of this book is good but there's too much of it to go around and okay. it, it it never dragged, but it, it always felt like it was a bit too... Like, I was always going, wow, how much of this book is left to go? You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, so it could so have just been a just... pacing thing. Yes. It I could see. have been a pacing thing. Yeah. Like, if it had started off, like, more in... Well, it, it the, again, it goes back and forward in time a lot. But if yeah. it had started more, like, this is what the story is, now let's go, and, like, picked it up, it could have worked. But it, it's it's a very slow-paced book. It's sort of, like, now So you were always measured. conscious about... I was always conscious yeah. about how measured it was mm. and how much time we were spending in one person's head and there was very, it was really oh we spend time in somebody else's head no no that's the point is that you spend so much say. time because because she she doesn't have any personal connections with other people yes so all of the characters around her they're like oh but that we... also means it's everything that we get to know is from her perspective so we yes. never get to know how other people feel about it no we do get to we do get to know how By other people actions. feel what? By their actions. No, but what they say. But okay. it's really difficult because what does it mean if someone says something? To, someone, someone says something to you, insulting to you, and then turns around and then they forget it. Like, does it mean anything? Yeah. It's no. one of those things that sort of like if you commit a crime and then don't remember it, you get knocked on the head and don't remember your crime anymore. Yeah. Should you be punished for a crime that you don't remember committing? Yeah. And that's not what her, that's not what's happening with her, but that's happening with everyone with around her. her. Yeah. Like everyone's reactions to her. She's sort of like, oh, that was not a very nice thing to say to me. But don't worry, I'm going to go over here and cry for a minute and then I'm going to come back. And, and you're going to be nice to me again because you've made, you're meeting me for the first time. You know, that's how, like, so every time, so it's a bit Groundhog Day-ish, sort of like, oh, that, that, that social interaction didn't work out very well and I didn't get the information that I need from that person for the heist. Yeah. So let me go over here and then come back and say, oh, that's it's a pretty a dress. It's like that movie, what is it, 40 Dates or something with, uh, what is it, Ben Affleck and uh, Drew Barrymore or something? 40, 40, 51st Dates. Well, yeah, where she, she, has, uh, she has some amnesia stuff. Oh, really? Oh, then, I don't know, I've never he, seen that movie. He, yeah, I think that... Yeah, so anyway, in here, there's a, there's a lot of memento. Mm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, you know, pattern recognition. There's a lot but of these other high concept things. But I mean, you, you keep talking about it like very, you speak highly of it. But at the same time, also you said it's a very, is it a dark book? Well, that's the thing. Where is the joy? There is no joy. Like, this is not a, I mean, there are, again, there are some moments and tiny little sparkles of people being happy. But this is really someone who is like, has a major disability in their life. Yeah. Obviously, massive mental issues that come along with this. Lots of social issues, lots of like, like emotional, like, like, just imagine never being able to hug anybody and have them feel anything for you when you hug them. Yeah. And if you do, you know that when they fall asleep at night, they're going to wake up and you're going to be a strange person in the bed and they're like, who really the hell are you? Me. So you've got to leave them. Like, you never spend Aww. a night with someone because once they fall asleep, they forget you. Like, this is not a happy book. It's the same with when we have explorations about 
um, I don't know, vampires or somebody who lives mm. forever. And then you, and everyone around them dies and, and yeah, moves and then, on. Then, or they, and yeah. then they keep yeah. living and it's like, You're oh. like, this is a superpower, but it's like, oh, it's not yeah, really it a really, superpower. Yeah. Again, the, but people meet her and they, like the police people and say, oh, I thought you choose to be this way. Like, this is amazing. I want to be like you. Or like other people, like, I want to so be like you. So she tells people. Yeah, of course she does. Why wouldn't you? Because they forget. They just forget. Aww. She Again, she just wants to have a conversation with someone. And then they're like, oh, I want to be like you. You're, this is great. And But she's like, no, I, no, you're forgetting. I'm not choosing to be like me. I'm not choosing that you will forget me. And you can't turn it on and off. You can't turn it on and off. Yeah. So there's, like I say, this is a really good exploration of a quite depressing subject of someone who is depressed. And someone who is like, like on, not just on the outside. You know, when you talk about someone on the outside of society, on the outskirts yeah. of society. This is someone who can't participate in anything. Aww. It's really tricky. Anyway, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Like for a book of for a 16, 17 hour audio book, it's, it's a lot to yeah. get through. And so while everything in the book is great, the writing is great, the characters are great, the characterization is great, yeah. the story is great. Just the pacing just is is a it, it was good. Again, I was never like bored or anything, yeah. but it does. It was one of those things where I'm just like, ah, oh, this is a this is a bit. A little bit much, but I mean, it's still a four-star book for me, which is, cool. I mean, and it's like an average of four stars on, on Goodreads. Once I get around reading it. Yes. I think you'll really enjoy I, it. Uh, we can talk about it. And again, again, I haven't given away like any spoilers for the actual story. I'm just, Good. all I've said is like the setup of the Good. two things. There's an app and she's a, an international jewel thief who can be uh, forgotten. forgotten. And then, and that's the first two chapters. Or well, that's the first, like, of, of the 16-hour audiobook, I've given away what happens in pretty much, like, the first two hours. And also some locations from later on. Okay. Um, but you don't need to worry about it, about those things. Because it's about what, what she does and who she meets and the characters. And I haven't talked about any of the other characters. That's all of the people to discuss and, uh, and, and find out about the way. And there's lots of other stuff going on in this book. So don't, don't think I've spoiled anything or given away too much of the story. Like, cool. you, in the first hour of listening to the audio, for the first few chapters, you'll be like, oh yeah, Luke said it was going to be about this. And I went into this book knowing nothing about it. No, I hadn't even read the blurb. I just saw, oh, new book by Claire North, who wrote uh, first 15... Well, okay. Uh, the next book by Claire North of a book who I enjoyed with the first 15 lines of uh, Harry August. Yeah. Let's just get into it. Anyway, I said I didn't have much to say about this book. And you said it'll take about an hour. And I said, no, it's going to be a lot shorter than an hour. What is it? Uh, 49 minutes. So almost an hour. Almost an hour. All right, let's wrap it up there then. Uh, the next book that we're going to review is The Long Way to the... No. No. Uh, the boring... of a space bo- No, just... Come on, record of a space. The long, tedious event. No, anyway, when not. will you finish that book? I don't know. I'm. Are like, you Are you like going to finish this book? Two thirds through. I'm halfway through. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Them. I'm not sure if I'm going to go. You don't need to. Don't don't make. I read a bit more of it on this trip, up. and I got like another few chapters in, and I was like, "What am I doing reading this book? I'm just not enjoying it at all." I'm um, enjoying the writing and enjoying the the characters. I think she didn't do herself a really good uh, favor by splitting it up in the way she did. But yeah, let's talk about that in, in another episode. All right, next book for me is... What do I need to do? Here we go. Go over to Home. Here we go. On Goodreads this is now, because I can't remember which book I've read. Oh, I downloaded the audiobook for... Um, 
uh, Space Opera by uh, we mentioned on a oh, previous yeah, yeah. episode about the it's like Eurovision Song Contest in space with the thing and I downloaded it so from true. Audible and it was the German audiobook ah, version so ah. I was like oh what's, what's going you on you can listen to the German audiobook no, no, you, you're able to no, do that no 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 I, I, I can go at reading pace the German I'm not listening you know how bad I am at listening anyway so that's on hold yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait I'm going to yeah. I'm not sure why it gave me that but I'm going to see if I can find the English uh, audiobook and yeah, then something which is uh, recommended quite a few by different a few different people by Marlon James, Black Leopard, Red Wolf, epic fantasy set in, um, I don't know, what does it say here? Medieval times? No, no, sort of like uh, in the in the jungles uh, of uh, Africa. Drawing from African history and mythology and his own rich imagination, Marlon Jones has written a saga of breathtaking adventure that's also ambitious, defying categorization and full of unforgettable characters. Black, yeah, so it's sort of like African history and mythology is what it feels like. So you know. Okay. It's uh, lots of stuff about, oh, panther this, yeah. Black, no, leopard this and uh, wolf sounds, this, yeah. Sounds, sounds interesting. Uh, full of unusual characters or secrets of their own, including a shape-shifting man-animal known as leopard. Yeah, so... Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, sounds good. That. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Oh, you're already listening to it. People said, it's a bit violent. Oh, my goodness, this is... It does not shirk away from violence at all. Yes, yeah, this is the audiobook that I'm listening oh, to right. now. Um, but it, it's long. This is like a twenty, like a twenty-something hour audiobook. Uh, let me go back. Let me find it here on on Audible. Uh, Twenty-four hours and two minutes, and I'm That's about I'm long. about three or four hours into it. So when they say uh, epic, quite a few epic car fantasy, journeys. yeah, uh, yes, quite a few car journeys. Oh, we're going flights. on a trip again. Yeah, we'll get an audiobook in, uh, in June when we go to. We the... Should uh, we should find ourselves like a. Fun. Not too long. Well, I've got lots of audiobooks in my collection, which I'm sure I'd love to listen to again. I'll, I'll, I'll get one, which, uh, which is can be good. Okay, right, that's it. You can follow me on Twitter, Matt Luke Burridge. You can follow Juliana there as well. She is at J U K U Berlin. I'm not a Twitter person. Yeah, you're more of an Instagram. But you share lots of photos of flowers on Instagram. If you want to see Instagram. my garden, like yeah. a lot. You know, I sometimes feel like uh, what I like when you get babies and stuff. What? Pull my finger. No. <laughs> Come on. When when you when 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 people get babies, they often take loads of photos of their children and yeah. stuff. And you got a it's garden. It's what with, I do with my garden. With but flowers. every year. Yeah, with so flowers. So every year, uh, there's winter or everything is gone, and then in the summer in it's spring, like, oh. it's like I'm taking photos literally every day yep. uh, from my garden. And, and sometimes uh, you find dead rabbits in the back garden. Well, no, well, yeah, bits of that rabbit, but that's that's not. A there point. was a hole in one of your flower pots, and you're like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "That's a rabbit." And you're like, no, "What's it wasn't that?" A hole. No, no, but it was. It Some, was it something was, has like it would digged it, it, in my it, pot. It, okay, there was a hole, and I was like, "There was the, a the, hole." That I was like, "That is a rabbit." I know. I spent lots there of was my time around it. No, but then you were like, "I was saying, what's that?" And I was like, "Oh, there's a hole. It looks like a rabbit's dug there." And you're like, "A rabbit?" And you're like, "Yeah." And I'm not sure how it got into the garden. And then we looked like two meters further on, and there was part of a dead rabbit in the garden. And then you were like, anyway, that's it. And I was like, just told nature. You, I told you it was a rabbit. This is nature. We have little mice under the terrace. All right. Anyway, let's finish it up here. Um, what else do we say here? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, become, our, become our friends. Oh, yeah. Audible. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do this one. Audible. This is a really good one. Go go over to audibletrial.com forward slash SFBRP um, and check out The Sudden Appearance of Hope. It's a really good audiobook. Slightly too long, like I said, but really good narration and very well, very well performed by... Jillian Berg. Jillian Berg. How can uh, you forget that? And black, <laughs> and black, black leopard, red wolf. Also very well performed by Dion Graham. I don't know who he is, but uh, he, cool. he's a very, very good, uh, very good uh, performer. 
very impressed by him too. Yeah, but also Patreon. He's uh, he's done some Octavia. Oh, that was your cue. Oh, Patreon.com forward slash Luke Bird. Yes, he's done Octavia E. Butler. Hmm. Um, and uh, that's the only other... Uh, he's the, he did Letter from Birmingham Jail by Martin Luther King Jr. So this guy has wow. uh, has done has done lots of lots of stuff here on uh, Audible. Yeah. Oh wow. He's got eight pages of twenty pages each. So yeah, he's wow. got uh, yeah Loads he's, of he's got like four hundred audiobook uh, things here. That's his job. No four hundred. No eight times twenty. He's got uh, not not four hundred. <laughs> I don't know. One hundred and sixty. What's what's eight times twenty? What's 8 times 20? 190? I don't know. 160. I'm not good. Certainly not 400. Anyway. I no, was that was what you said. Yeah, no, that was, I was, that, that was just me. We're really bad at math. Yeah. All right, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.